0: the saturday friends club hey saturday friends I hit that button too fast this is episode 99 of the saturday friends club oh slow down <laughs> i'm excited we're close to 100 which means it's easier to count these now uh
1: oh boy yeah yeah our numbering scheme is gonna get a whole lot simpler
0: yeah um hi this is saturday friends club we're nostalgia podcasting it's what we do. Oh, we're
1: we're we're approaching a humdinger.
0: I know. Uh, so we have. Uh, well, first, let's introduce ourselves It's an important part of the podcast. I'm Josh. Sabrina's here. Hello. We've got uh, Eric here as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm the uh, the pit trap that that, that uh, Martin tried to push me into. I eventually managed to form a crude ladder and escape. Uh, I fed off of uh, berries and what animals I could catch in my bare hands. Uh, Created
0: back. a rudimentary lathe. Yes, <laughs> rudimentary <laughs> lathe.
1: Uh, I'm alive. Um, And uh, yeah, well, hopefully he falls for these series of swinging log traps that I've created for him.
0: Yeah, uh, he—he should be returning back at some point.
1: Yes, yeah, unfortunately for us, he has decided to better himself through through higher education, and thus does not have time for this. Gross, gross. I know,
0: not allowed. Uh, but yes, we're back. Uh, we have two episodes for you. Very important ones, episode number 99 and big ol' episode 100 coming up. And we got rapid fire coming right at you. Yeah. Um, a qu- some quick things just to give you uh, some heads up. Um, we are likely going to start streaming these episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, the ra- radio station that we are out of and Chibot College KCRH Radio 89.9 FM uh, is like, hey, you guys have been doing this for a while. How about you actually make this a real show on? our radio station to which i'm like i mean that seems like a bad use of station resources but i have been here for about two years so yeah i mean granted enough so uh we very well may be in the next few episodes probably past 100 actually making this a more radio show style show so you may like it or hate it um i'm also thinking about doing some additional stuff and doing some uh some other things in addition to the Saturday Friends Club uh, that uh, we're going to get around to. Uh, so look forward to that. But first, let's get to this. Let's talk about. Let's talk about this week. Let's oh talk boy. about the here and now. Let's talk about jacking in a little bit instead Ooh, okay. of jacking off. Uh, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen, Sabrina. I said this is the tester for. Well, Sabrina has uh, it, uh, as we attempt. i sorry?
2: Set, last I checked, jacking off is not a bad word. I guess
1: so. We set we, we we're setting up a joke, and Sabrina immediately pours a bag of marbles on the ground for us. <laughs> uh, we go head over heels. Dude, if you Keaton set up style. a
2: dirty joke, I'm gonna finish it.
1: You're gonna you're gonna get in that dirt. I'll show, yeah, she's gonna she's gonna. I mean, take I'm the, going to take the joke to completion. Come on.
2: I'm going to swim in that mud with those pigs.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: Mud bath for all.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: the dirtier the better.
0: That's exactly what Keanu Reeves said when he joined the Matrix. Uh, I'll do it. <laughs> if there's dirty pig mud stuff, I'll do it. Do I, if I if
1: I get to wrestle one pig, I'll be in the movie. <laughs> so, uh, as mentioned,
0: we're going to tackle the big beast. The movie of what I would say was the 2000s. Uh. I like. I will. We'll get into it next
1: episode. But I I have some things to say about this and the year 1999.
0: So we, but we're covering the Matrix. But in specific, we're covering the two movies about the Matrix that actually matter.
1: Yes. Uh, I think talking about Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions is like it's. It is a meme at this point. Is like, yeah, we all acknowledge that they're just total drek uh, and like thoroughly unwatchable. We're not here to talk about them.
0: Sabrina has actually been lucky enough not to watch the later two movies. Ooh, yeah, you're completely you are, sanitized. You are
1: not missing anything.
2: I just was never... There was nothing about the trailers or the setup that made me go, ooh, I want to watch that. It's like, you already, well, you already had one Matrix. We had the Anna Matrix. Oh. Like, I don't... Like, you're just making things more like some of the stuff I heard about the other movies, like the things that they said. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just done.
0: You need to. I feel like that there's like a super cut of some of those movies that has to be seen just to appreciate how badly and over the line they went. Like, I think that the fighting scene from the second movie has to be experienced just to see how bad the CGI is. It's
1: like, I mean, we'll get really into it, but I I think I want to make I want to make a big point about like. Filmmakers who go to a very like uh, go to very great lengths to fulfill a very insane vision, which does not pan out. Yes,
0: uh, but as said, we are going to do the Matrix. But first, but first, since uh, there a Audible has been called, and yeah. Eric specifically wants uh, the Matrix to be number one hundred. I want that, that's such
1: a my my Western brain is just like that's
0: such a nice
1: round number. I want to put it on. I would argue is the inaug- really is the spiritual inaugural like episode of this podcast
0: the the matrix we need to go back and see yes, the matrix
1: it is it has been the the splinter in the back of our collective minds for a hundred episodes it needs to be talked about the burning question that we are going to answer and i believe we give some answers that may shock you
0: <laughs> over whether the matrix is still good but first let's find out but, if the animatrix is good it's not <laughs> so um just to to give a little v- bit of a backstory before we go into the actual Wikipedia page for it, uh, we... the Matrix was made. Yep, it was super successful, um, and then the Wachowskis uh, basically went, "Oh, neat! Uh, we need some time to make another movie, <laughs> so we're going to ma- to conscript a whole bunch of people from Japan to make us a whole bunch of anime while we make this movie." Yeah, being being
1: consummate anime nerds, they're both like we need to give the hooting swine of our fans like something to to snack on in the, the year of our lord 2003.
0: yeah so um i had i so i guess i will be the the person to uh bring forth the animatrix because uh i consider the animatrix probably to be the best movie of the matrix what, Quinn, C- Quinn series, whatever you would call that? Really? I would consider it the best of all four. All four? Of all four. A bold statement.
2: I'm going to have to agree. The Animatrix, I think I liked more than the actual Matrix. Quiet Turn off your follower recording! It's
0: like it's a movie theater. I'm going to get in trouble.
2: Shh.
0: It's all of our friends. They're on a ship right now and they're very excited.
2: I don't think they're on a ship yet.
0: No, they're gonna be on a ship soon. Um. Anyway, um. I so I think I was equal. I thought that oh, the Matrix is cool. That w- I remember. Well, we'll get into the specifics of that. But uh, the Animatrix filled in a lot of the questions and kind of expanded upon the world in a way that I was like, okay, this is cool. This is neat. I'm a I'm a nerdy guy. Let's enjoy this real nerdy stuff. Granted, this is my thought back then.
1: Yeah, I think, Josh, let's start off by, like, the next two episodes are going to be uh very, very, like, True Detective-esque. We're going to be, like, multiple timelines. We're going to be encountering our past selves and our present <laughs> selves uh, and the ways that they interact. So, like, I guess for the—I want to say, frame of reference, I was in seventh grade when, when the Animatrix came out, because it's 2003. Yeah, seventh grade.
0: I don't remember grades. I think I was probably going into high school. Okay, so so,
1: so you had you had more of an excuse. Like, yeah, I was still at the point where I'm like, ooh, anime and whatever. Ooh, gross, Naruto. Yeah, <laughs> so the anime nerds at my school did not help.
0: Now, uh, Sabrina, you, uh, when did you see the Animatrix?
2: I mean, pro- was whenever it came out on DVD finally or. Okay. Yeah, it would have been DVD. So
0: 2003, since this was like a straight-to-DVD, never-in-movie-theaters thing.
2: Yeah, if I, I, might, I might not have seen it the exact year it came out. It might have been the year after, but yeah, I definitely remember grabbing it from Blockbuster and being <laughs> like, oh, I have to see... This is a thing me and my dad did for like the longest time. We would go to Blockbuster. This was like before... This was like during a... T- especially during the time when we didn't have a cable... We just had the basic channels. We would just sometime every week we would go and grab movies to watch.
0: Pour one out for Blockbuster, <laughs> yeah. Pour a real like
1: hit, like R.I.P. to a real one.
2: <laughs> I mean, it, Blockbuster was definitely a part of my childhood. So it, yeah, there's a lot a lot of movies, especially around that time, are going to be stuff that we rented because we didn't really go to the movies that often.
3: There's
1: something about that that like the Blockbusters combination of that like. Weird lighting and that, like, convention center carpeting and the smell of stale popcorn.
2: Yeah, and the fact that you could just, like, it's like going to the theater, but it's not really a theater because you go and then you leave. So you grab your movie. They have, like, boxes of candy yeah. like you would find at the movie theater you could pick up. And I think they also had some games, but I didn't really have, we were never going to keep having, like, the up-to-date Console at the time when I was growing up, so I could never actually rent games from Blockbuster. So it was always just movies.
1: But so yeah, so you
0: you rented the Animatrix then? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah the Animatrix was also in that area where it's like the small bundle of anime that they would carry. That the I, containment center which always felt like that it was I was the, going
2: animations period yeah. it was a very small section
0: but yeah. there were I felt like ours actually had a specific like anime section it yep. was always just like me going into that section going like oh, full metal oh. <laughs> it's like it was all just like Every single box of that was might as well have just been stamped with the the this box looks like nearly porn.
1: This will get this this will like warning will guarantee you a life of just eternal nerddom. Well, it's... your parents will not let you rent this. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll like that you will if you discover anime at that age it is like the curies when they discovered like radium. No, <laughs> it, like
2: that it's, was it's, it's, it's I was potentially
1: better, it's powerful but it will also kill you. <laughs>
2: I mean, I, like I said, I was always with my dad when we went to Blockbuster, but I always had this penchant of, like, if there was nothing, like, new that was... Because we never did the two- or three-day rentals of the brand-new releases, because um, it's like, well, that's a pain, so I, I never would get stuff from there. So sometimes when I'd run out of stuff to watch, I would go look around and find some weird-ass shit. That's how I saw the city... Uh, the city of children initially.
1: Oh, the loss of lost children. Yeah,
2: have the lost children. Ooh. Yeah. So, so my dad would sometimes just give me a look. It's like, what are you getting? It's like, <laughs> okay, whatever. So sometimes he would give me shit for like, watch for like renting these really weird things that he had no interest in watching. He,
1: he didn't want to see French, um, uh, <laughs> Ron Perlman. <laughs>
2: uh, no, not really. But yeah, I think the animatric was one of the ones he didn't, he had no interest in watching. But I watched it, and I remember not really understanding most of it back then. Like, now that I'm older, like, I understand what they were going for, and I still think animation-wise, it's still very beautiful. So if you're a big fan of animation, I think it still stands out just because the, the art, the animation style, the quality of the animation is really good. Now some of the stories are bad, are bad. Like they're really bad. Like uh, we'll we'll get into yeah. it, but yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, I mean, oh, we should also say for those who might not know, this is like an anthology movie. Yes.
0: Yeah, so it's there's just... about like, um, let's see, nine stories inside nine of here. hours of.
2: Well, and two of them <laughs> could have just been one fucking story. Why they even like com? Why like, they separated them? I'm going Was... to
0: make a note. Sabrina has swore twice.
2: Stupid. <laughs> I only swore.
0: You said the S word a moment ago. Just saying.
2: Well, I'm sorry. I'm an adult. And I don't think about it. I well, just don't... swear naturally. It is part of my normal I'm just vocabulary. Saying, I'm, day just, to day. I'm
0: just saying we're going to be FCC broadcast at some point. Well,
2: I guess you're going to have to get used to editing these.
0: <laughs> no, I don't like to edit. Beep, beep, beep.
2: Beep. Oh, 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 no, no.
0: I do have the broadcast delay. No, no,
2: no. Don't do the beep. Like, find like a uh, 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 sound.
0: <laughs> that is more editing.
2: <laughs> no, just you find it. You use it over and over again. It's just like a beep.
0: I can't. If you really, really want, like, I do have the shortcut machine here, so I could just make, uh, maybe thunder, you know, something like that. No, it has
2: I'm to just, be something sharp. That would and just quick. sound
0: like God is trying to stop her from swearing. <laughs> uh, I can give you a, me I, God. There you go. Give me a. <laughs> You know, however, a nice growl.
2: Well, I can't predict when I curse, just because it just kind of happens.
0: I know it does. I, I like the Metalocalypse version the best, but they just have a guitar. It was like, <laughs> 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 I do have some things. Anyway, Animatrix. Well, let's, let's get into it. Yeah, let, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's get into the bridge between the Matrix movie and these later, not so good movies.
2: Let's uh, free I, your mind. I
0: will say it, it was like a. Th- It was, like, a
1: thousand times better than the the subsequent, like, sequels.
0: Yes. Uh, So let's get into that. Let's get into some anime. Let's get into nine separate stories, some good, some bad, about uh, living inside of a computer simulation. Let's talk about The Animatrix. I have no clue where that sigh was from. Uh, did you take this from
1: the credits? Uh, yes. Because the credits is like ju- more Juno Reactor and then just like random clips from the movie interspersed over. I started watching the credits and I'm like what like, what is this like? So, oh, okay. This was a design choice. Okay. It
2: looked like it, there wasn't anything else, so we stopped watching it when the credits started rolling. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know it's like it the 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 so the credits are very long and then it's just like music and then just random clips from the movie just
2: well like, you know why it's so fucking long because it's an animation
0: nine separate <laughs> crews <laughs> hey this is what happens when you just like toss a few actually like-
2: it's eight because like I said two of them should have just been put together because it's the exact same shit yes dear oh sorry I did yeah that again. <laughs> I, All right,
0: that's three thanks for do, 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 do. I don't oh, think that should be an
2: actual curse word. I don't think
0: so either, but unfortunately, it is. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and talk about this. The Animatrix, uh, known as Animatorkusu, uh, is a nineteen, is a two thousand and three American Japanese animated science fiction anthology film produced by the Wachowskis. It is a compilation of nine animated short films based on the Matrix trilogy, which was written and directed by the Wachowskis. Four of the shorts were actually written by the Wachowskis. The film details the backstory of the Matrix universe, including the original War Between Man and Machines, which led to the creation of the titular Matrix. And as said, we have nine individual little stories. I'd say probably each ranging from about maybe like eight to 12 minutes each. Yeah, about that. Um Tends to be it's I it's about feature length once you put all nine or Sabrina would say eight together.
2: One is part one and part two, which I'm like I don't why I, it, why it yeah, is a little
0: title card so it's two who separate cares?
2: Ones. They're part of the same story.
0: <laughs> who cares? indeed?
2: Why separate it? It was even an,
0: like, we're not even there if, yet. If we're was, not even look, talking if about it was that. Anime,
2: like by two different crews, I could understand. But no, it's the same exact fucking animation No, there's <laughs> another one.
0: <laughs> Sabrina, uh, put in not your,
2: made for public radio. Yeah, review. put in your
0: bets now how, how many we're going to get to. We're quickly on the way to Sabrina. double digits.
2: But, yeah, it's not even, like, a different animation style done by a different, like, group. It's the exact same okay. animation style let's, let's done get by in. the same group. Why th- make part one and part two? I think
0: the problem is that they put part one and part two directly after one another. But that's not the one we're starting with. I'm sorry to say. No, we need- we're going
2: to start with a stupid fighting sex scene. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, no, like, the moment that one started, I, that was my, like, oh, no. no." (laughs) All right. Oh, no. Let's
2: make the Matrix sexy. No, let's, it's
1: just, like. If you
0: saw the second movie, don't worry. You would know that they were already well on their way. It's, oh,
1: oh, boy. No, just, like, the first one, the first one so perfectly, like, coming back to the Matrix series after, like, not having seen any of the movies in years and years was, like. Oh, man. (laughs) All right.
0: So the final flight of the the Osiris uh, was written by the Wichowskis and directed by Andy Jones with CG animation production and designed by Square Pictures. You know, a lead in from our last thing. Which was uh, the Final Fantasy movie. Yeah,
1: I know. That was my meat thought. was like, oh, this looks like that awful Final Fantasy movie.
0: Hey, well, you know, we were able to put these together in a a, a proper segue. Uh, The segment is rated PG-13 for sci-fi violence, sensuality, and language.
1: Sensual, yeah. Sensual, like, sword clothing removal.
0: All right. uh, Captain Thaddeus, uh, who is Kevin Michael Richardson, and Jew, Pamela Alden, neither uh, are Adlin... Neither of which I think ever have their names stated inside of the short itself, but well,
1: uh, she says like that, yes, and then is <laughs> and then promptly dies.
0: So they engage in a blindfolded sword fight in a virtual reality dojo, which each slice of their swords they remove another part of each other's I, clothing.
1: I like how they're like they're all like into it and turned on over like removing their virtual clothes, and like they're clearly in a relationship in the real world.
0: Yeah, I mean you gotta keep it. You gotta keep it like active and fun. Spice it up (laughs) with some like terrible sword fighting. I'm just imagining that in the that there's people that are sitting there that are just in those little like Matrix pods. They're just like, how can I get a boner and do a battle simulator at the same time? Yeah. Uh.
1: This is so stupid.
0: Uh, So it said they remove each other's clothing one by one after they hit each other. Immediately after cutting down the other to their underwear, they lift their blindfolds to peek at each other.
1: Again, they're digital forms. Like, I don't.
0: (laughs) Granted, it does look good. It does. The the CGI itself still sort Mm. of holds.
2: I still say still sort of holds up. It holds up. It It holds up
0: i mean it's it's dated but it doesn't look bad as a lot of like it's not razek roughnecks okay well
1: but that's like but that that's a, that was the thing with like no budget and they had to spread it out over a million episodes i and know it's just like it's just that weird like early 2000s uncanny valley like guys we promise we can do all cg it'll work
0: martin's not here he can't defend himself
1: i'd say it's more it's very polar expressy
0: yeah, yeah, I could say that. Yeah. I, could I
2: haven't seen Polar Express.
0: Well, that, that'd be a good one to go back to. little oh boy. Yeah.
1: Christmas this 2019.
0: As the two are about to kiss, they're interrupted by an alarm and the simulation ends. In the next scene, the hovercraft Osiris is headed to Junction 21 when Robbie, the operator, picks up on an army of sentinels on the HR scans.
1: Yeah, they... Yeah, yeah this, I mean, this... The description here is exceedingly long for what it doesn't very little happens in the the in this episode.
2: Yeah, it not really That's the thing about a lot of these. Not a lot happens and then you're just kind of like, "What's the point? They get attacked by
1: machines. They get into a they get into like a Star Wars gun battle with machines just like in the movie. And then they like fly to the surface, just yeah. like in the movie. But and then,
0: but they fly to the surface. They find a big drill. The big drill is about to go down and hit uh whatever Zion. Uh,
1: I, I I caught that he says like, you know, it's four kilometers down. And then later they're like, Zion is next to the Earth core, or it's still warm.
0: So, I mean, I think that they couldn't make it exactly in the Earth's core because somebody went like. Uh, that's really hot. <laughs> or very far down. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Why would the sewers extend down to the core? Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and then basically what you have to have is then Jew has to go into the Matrix to actually deliver a message, actually going and giving a Putting a letter in the mail slip.
2: Which I do not understand at all. Like, how is someone that's in Zion supposed to find it? Because supposedly the people in Zion weren't ever in the Matrix. Yeah, don't.
0: they could mail it to somebody else that might be an informant. The idea is, yeah, I think another crew could pick it up while they're in the Matrix. So wait, there is a
2: crew that permanently lives? Is a part of the matrix and gets mail somehow.
0: I mean, there's probably like a, cer- a certain mailbox that they send to that they know that they can send like that they send messages across, and
2: the oh. matrix magically doesn't know about it somehow.
0: I mean, it probably just it takes so much information at all times. It's just like. Whatever, this is just more information.
2: Also, where did she get the stupid letter? I never see her pause to write anything. So where does she get it from?
0: I mean, she obviously didn't have her honor with that skin-tight suit. <laughs> CGI,
1: yeah. So yes. hot right now.
0: I don't they can bring in guns. I guess that they were able to load in like a a Le- letter. Yeah, that seems that seems
1: like a <laughs> small thing and what I would argue is a pretty dumb like
2: well, then I would have loaded in a mailbox wherever she came in from and not have to worry about no. running to a new mailbox.
0: Don't start breaking the matrix like that. <laughs> don't, okay. don't start looking at the fact that it's there's, just like, oh, a- I could load in anything. Okay, I'm going to load in everything I need. Exactly. Uh, there's
1: agents right outside the window here in the recording studio. They're going to get you. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, yeah, basically, I'll just read through this Sexy Sword play, The Sentinel Race. Ah, uh, that weird part where she was just falling through a bunch of beams and just trying to contort herself into a billion different poses, yeah, just just
1: push them out, yeah uh, show off the, for the
0: audience, and the Osiris blows blows up, and they all die, yeah, okay. That was that one yeah. feeling that's
2: why I love anthologies because I feel like even in book form, if you watch anthologies, for some reason, anthologies love to just have a bunch of bummers in them. <laughs> In any form. All right.
1: Plus, if they suck, they're not going to be around for very long.
0: So, let's do this. Here's some fun. We have nine of these. So, let's rate. Out of ten, what is this one? Oh,
1: out of ten? Yeah.
0: Like, a, one out of ten, like... It's like a five. Yeah, a five. Okay. So, we're going to give that one a five. Well, let's get a rating to see how how we actually pin these up. All right. The Second Renaissance, part one.
2: I, Can we just please merge these two together because it sure. doesn't make sense to keep them separated?
0: Okay. We'll at in. all. Yes. All, all right. right. So, I guess we'll say that this is together.
2: So, th- I think this is the most interesting uh, interesting story because you get more of a backstory and what actually happens before we actually get the Matrix.
0: Yeah. So uh, prepare for yourself. We got some hot spoilers for actually what happens in the Matrix. Uh, so basically, uh, Renaissance 1, there's a whole bunch of robots that we have. It's, it's, the, uh,
1: it's the story we all know. Human Humans, it's the future. Humans build robots. We're, we're inexplicably mean to the robots, but also decide to make, like, allow them to become sentient. They rebel. Uh, We freak out, and a bunch of people die, and the robots take over.
0: Yes. Uh, Some interesting notes that I will say on this one uh, that I picked up. Uh, The first robot that goes crazy and murders his people is B-166-ER. It's bigger. It's bigger. Uh. Yeah,
2: that was like that. That's a weird thing they put in there. I mean, the thing that kind of drove me mad, though, was the robot... Killed all the cat, like killed the man and the cat. Then killed all the cats.
0: I was also upset by that.
2: Then killed the woman. It's like, what did the cats do to you, bro? Yeah. I don't know. I decommissioned him too. If he killed
0: cats, the, I I understand. I would decommission him as well. I think the problem is, is that it wasn't. It was essentially like. This one, it it would be like, you remember when Samsung phones were exploding all the time? Right. (laughs) Like, there was that one line that constantly had the battery problem. It'd be like if one phone, like, blew up and people are like, kill all the phones! Grab all the phones and kill them!
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, like, listen, (laughs) I, like, if we did have artificial intelligence and we had robots, I don't agree that that means you get to bully them and threaten them, like, (laughs) If you create artificial intelligence, you owe them the same respect we give to ourselves. So I, I honestly, I do not agree with being mean to your AI just because you consider it your property. Like, I feel like that's a very tenuous... Line you're going to be walking there between property and whether you should treat them like there's a whole thing to go into when it comes to AI. Yeah, it's
1: there's a there's a book you can read called iRobot. it's yeah. much yeah. better than this. <laughs>
0: I uh, I almost wish that during that uh, that that uh, statement, Sabrina, I had the national anthem on this, so I just could have.
2: I, I mean, but, but- Like like, (laughs) like we said, like, there's a whole thing, like, iRobot, I I mean, we could talk about, eventually we could probably watch the movie, but it's nowhere near as good as the original script. I haven't read the book, but I read the original script that Isaac Asimov himself wrote, Hmm. and it's so much, like, I think iRobot, the basis of it is interesting. I think the original screenplay was more interesting so, like, I feel like that's a whole thing we could get into with a different movie.
1: Yeah, this, I mean, this is just, it, it's just, like, really cliched and not interesting. And it's the same, just, like, logic leaps that don't, like, that aren't interesting. And it's, it's like, iRobot was cool because it just takes the amount of, like, it takes the two facts of, we have AI, we have robots that are sentient, and they are programmed such that they physically can't harm us. And then it's, like, okay, now, here's all the weird, like, questions that we still have to answer around that
0: but i would say that the the benefits of the part one and the part two have is one it does explain the backstory maybe not in a great way but it does explain a little bit of how we got there right. it does have really powerful imagery it might be punching you in the face the whole it's time not, with not, that not imagery not uh,
2: no it's I not per- subtle. i
1: preferred honestly just the cursory uh, like, and, and pseudo-mythological pseudo, like, explanation that's given in the movie, I, rather than just explicitly showing it to you. Because it's boring. Like, we get it. And then Morpheus explains it in the movie. And like, I okay, cool. Well, I mean, more. he
2: explains it in a very small way. It's like, okay, but why did this happen? How did it happen? How did we get from it's, that point to this point where we're living inside of a matrix? I mean, in the end... It, it still doesn't make sense why we're why humans are stuck in a matrix. To be honest, uh, and, no, but, there's and, the,
1: yeah, there's a fundamental problem with that. Yeah,
2: but then at the same time, I don't agree with. It's like assuming that people are innately selfish, and I agree in some ways humans, yes, are selfish. But I feel like some of the choices humans made to create this backstory were dumb and i don't think we would ever be stupid enough to do that like blacking out our entire yes. sky yeah How that,
3: would,
2: in this age in the age where we have ai like even now we know that's bad so why in the future when we have this great that, technology would we black out our own that sky?
0: that was the dumbest move that, in all of the majors yes, that was that, that was uh, well, that screws
2: us too
1: well remember later even they said like then like with with humans and a little fusion like Wait, wait. wait. They just, that that, that
2: they, doesn't make sense. Well, they,
1: yeah, they get, that's why. Like, I mean, this is the fundamental logic problem with it, which is I don't, I don't mind. Like, sure, whatever. I, it's, it's more of the, the metaphor of, of robots using us for energy. The, right. the metaphor of that is what's interesting. Like, I, like the uh, continuing to hone in on the specifics of that just make like, no, guys, you're not supposed to like. Don't give us a chance to have to think about that because it doesn't actually make any sense. Right. Yeah. Uh, like, I just love this. Like. Through the combination of humans and a little bit of fusion, like I, I like that right there, like there's no reason to keep humans around if you have like if you have like fusion. On top of the fact that like the amount of energy you put in to keep a human alive. Is yeah, like a you know, million times more than your ever, you ever get out of
0: us. I also think that it's funny that the like second half of it is basically like, oh, the robots built the city, and the city was really productive, and they made stuff for the humans, right. and everyone kind of liked it, except they really just didn't like it, so they decided to kill them. We got just,
1: yeah. yeah. So it's it like it's just like the story that this these two episodes as a whole present is just incredibly cliched, and it doesn't make sense, and it's just like it's very like. Like, we got like like it's it's very much that, written by people who are like very they th- are very self-important about this story like yeah i we mean we need to we need to show like it's man brought about his own downfall it's, the, it's so deep
2: and the other part that got to me was they have this scene where they show two robot representatives come to talk to the un to be part of the, the un <laughs> and instead like, of just saying N-, well first of all they're dressed stupidly but second of all then they go like well the you said no and then there's a scene of all the UN members attacking and tearing the robots apart it's like I'm sorry who would I'm sorry if it's the UN the UN is full of people who would not do that we hire people to be in the UN because the UN is about keeping peace why would they go and then bodily attack robots after telling them, no, you can't join the UN.
1: We can't get the the UN to do anything now, let alone like like, unite in murderous rage against robots. I'm just
0: saying, you don't know the UN that I know in 2332. Yeah, the space
1: UN are a bunch of dicks. (laughs)
2: It it doesn't make sense.
1: It's just. But I'm just saying. That's I'm saying. It's another. It's a dumb plot point in service of the story, which is incredibly like trite and uh, uninteresting. Okay,
0: so let's call it. Yeah. What is our rating on this one? I'm gonna give this one a
1: three. I also thought the animation was really iffy, and like the robots coming out as like they look like 50s robots. They'll yeah they they all look like um helper from Venture Brothers.
0: Okay, what are you saying, Sabrina? I
2: mean. I'm going to still give it a seven because I did, like, the animation. And some of the imagery was, I think, really, like, sticks in your mind. Especially, like, when they're fighting.
0: I, I mean, there was stuff that I had here where, like, house music plus StarCraft. <laughs> uh, you know.
1: Also, the the Zion mainframes, like, I guess, interactive computer faces. Oh, is like yeah. A- we have got like this hot naked chick who will like guide you through this computer. Like that's such a 90s thing. I loved it.
0: Oh yeah. It's real, it's real dumb. Okay. Uh so that takes care of part one and part two. You're welcome, Sabrina. Thank you. Uh let's move to the kids' story. Um, um Yeah. So basically you have a kid oh, who God, is pretty yes. much 100 percent like, hey, it's Neo, but what if it was Neo again?
1: What if it was what what if it was the target audience for this movie? So basically some
0: kids like, I don't know, I don't know how I fit in. What's Am what's, I the
1: only one? What's real? And then then the computer's like, No, you're not the only
0: one. Boy. What what if I was in the Matrix? Whoa. And then basically what if, what if what if no one else at school understood me? And so he goes to school and he's like, Oh, I don't know what's up. And then a phone his cell phone rings and he's like, Whoa, that's weird. And he turns it off, and it rings again, and he's like, I turned it off, and the teacher is so a bummer, and... Yeah, yeah, a
1: teacher coming down to me, sending me to detention.
0: And uh, all of a sudden, agents show up, and he's like, whoa, I gotta run out of here, and I grab my skateboard, and I skateboard away. Yeah, I,
1: I skateboard, and this is like, in this like half-assed rotoscope-like se- sequence.
0: And, uh, yeah, pretty much, there's a bunch of climbing, runs into a girl's r- restroom, uh, has tries to escape crawls out the window gets to the top uh i should mention earlier he had a dream about falling and then at the end it becomes true it becomes true and he falls and he dies but he doesn't die because (laughs) of self-substantiation is the term they use you know
1: i have to i have to i just thought of a quote from this movie called the matrix where a character named neo goes whoa (laughs) that's uh that's what yeah, really came this, to mind when I saw that sequence.
2: They're, they're so, it just
1: makes no this, sense. This feels like a like a bad fan film of, like, of the Matrix.
0: Now, uh, I will say again, the art, though, very weird because it is all hand-drawn it's, it's and ro- very... It's like rotoscoped, yeah. Yeah, it's very scratchy. Um, so it has a very interesting look to it. It's inconsistent at times. There is yeah. at one point that there is a just like, an agent running backwards with his mouth open, like, yeah, running into the school, just looking back into the camera, just going "ooh," that is like just Somewhat, kills me every time. Yeah, they
1: need to. So it was like uh, we need to finish the scene quick. Yeah, and it, the, you know what they look? They look like those old, uh, like scholastic, like uh, folder, like the Manila folders you used to get with like the athletes on the front. You remember uh, those? Never
0: seen those.
1: Oh, uh, this is like such a. They were like old school, but. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's this very kind of herky-jerky like rotoscope animation, and then
0: he wakes up, and he's the Neo's there, and he's like, Yay, I'm not dead," and he's out of the Matrix for reasons which right. makes no. Was he supposed sense. to be? Was he supposed to be Mouse? No, no, because Mouse is already dead by then. Okay, so then that has to
1: take place after the movie, I guess. right?
2: Well, uh, yeah. Plus, remember, Mouse was part of the team before Neo ever joined. That, yeah, team. yeah. So that wouldn't have made sense.
0: Yeah. Uh all right, kids' it, story. It, it doesn't make sense.
2: It's a 3.
0: I'm Keanu Reeves. All right, we got a 3. What are you
1: saying? Uh, uh I like this less than the the robot one, so I'll give it a 2.
0: Okay. All right. Uh program. This is the this is the anime anime uh horseback fighting samurai. This one looks shogun.
2: so cool. I love the style of it. It yeah, it
1: looked cool. I think it was probably the most pointless of them.
0: Uh so let's see, so it is uh done by the original creator is Yokashi Karajiri. I'm probably going to destroy that. Uh, let me see if I can see the things that they have worked on. Uh Ninja Scroll, Vampire Hunter D. Oh,
2: that's why. There you go. I, Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust? Yes. Oh my god, that's like <laughs> one of my favorite freaking animes ever. <laughs> so
1: I just literally like Bloodlust? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, because there's the Vampire Hunter D, and then there's Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. They're different. I, I, just, I
1: just love doubling down on this. Music. Like Vampire Hunter, Vampire Hunter Bloodlust. <laughs>
2: because Bloodlust was
1: Sabrina done. Because Bloodlust
2: was done by a different team than who did act- the actual Vampire Hunter D stuff. So yeah, no wonder I liked it. <laughs> yeah, this
1: one, this one, this is the most anime of them. Yeah. So it, I really kind of tuned out of it because it's just well, like.
2: No, there's one that's a little bit more anime than this, because at least this one's, like, super stylized anime, which I actually really like, because I kind of like that really dark, lots of shadows.
1: It feels like what, like, Mike Mignola got some of his influence from. It's very, like, it's like, it feels like Hellboy's influenced by this this style of Uh, animation.
2: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So basically, you have two uh, two characters that are dueling, uh, and basically they're they're kind of like doing this little friendship duel. I it's,
1: I, I just wanna like this is one of the things that gets me about like the future and when you have virtual reality is that we spend all of our time like f- pretending that we're in like some like basic ass like human like previous it's like in Star Trek whenever they go on the holodeck they're always doing like the Three Musketeers or something and mm-hmm. it's like what. And like in the matrix like in in this world where you can create a world that you feel is real and like what you create is like cartoon it is like anime japan mm-hmm. like and this is like this is what you're spending your their their time on like we're going to get into a fake sword fight
0: because well, sword fights and kung fu are it's, cool dude it's,
1: like it's so cool like, like yeah this this is training for the matrix for all the times you have to fight like agents on the back of a horse with a alarm <laughs> So I I don't know. This that this, that just annoyed me. I'm just like, why why is this like a
0: thing? So basically you have uh two characters, duo and sis, uh, and basically um they are kind of just having a little play fight, uh, and basically uh the duo states, Hey, I've contacted the Matrix, I want to go back. And Sis is like, uh hell no? Huh. Like you can't do that. That's bad, and I'm not going to let you. To which they have a big drawn out samurai s- slash ninja esque sword fight mm-hmm. on a horseback, and then within a like little pagoda or whatever those are. Um,
1: I to... yeah, just from a, a just from a perspective, I think that like it's hard to build
0: tension in it when it's
1: well. I guess I, I guess theoretically they can die in this.
0: Yeah, if you technically, I mean, the technicality is, I think in some simulations you could, in the Matrix itself, if you get injured, you die. Right. And I think in the simulations you could do stuff like, if you get hit, you're close, fall off, teehee. Yeah. <laughs> um, To yeah. which this could be something that they were just sparring or there could have been some version of injury. It's hard to tell. Yeah. But basically they fight. Um, I stepped away. How do, how was the actual? I heard the very end of it, but how does it actually the fight resolve?
2: Um, I forget if
0: she,
1: she he says like you know come come with me if you want to live and she's like no. Well,
2: no, I know they're fighting, but I forget who ends up actually winning the fight. But she, it, she, at the, the end, she ends up getting woken up.
1: Well, she like he he cuts her like pole arm in half and he attacks her with his sword and it's like. Slowish, and she does the like, she does the like a uh, kung fu movie, like catch the sword, and she like breaks the tip off and stabs him with it. Oh, right. Oh,
2: yeah, 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 that's right. And, and
0: then duo states his love for her as he dies. And
1: then she wakes up you know, on the ship, and that's her real hair.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's not It's not as big as in the program, sure. though. It's actually smaller, believe it or not.
1: <laughs> but, th- but, but, I mean, we, we, we credit where Chris do. She does wake up in her underwear, so we have to, we, we gotta, gotta get that in there. All I right. I mean,
2: that, that scene. It was really weird for me because I'm a big fan of like the Alien movies, and yes, that's very kind Ripley. of yeah. that's the outfit Ripley wakes up in when she's uh, waking up out of stasis. You know, she's like,
1: <laughs> "Oh man, I just survived this horrifying nightmare. I'm gonna like," and then like, like lots of nice slow shot of her like changing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so when she wakes up, I'm Alien. like, "Why is she still? Why is she, I know she was in her simulation, but why was she in her underwear? Like." For stasis maybe I could kind of understand that but not for like when you're in the matrix. Why isn't
1: she wearing like a burlap sack like the rest of them?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's really weird that she's in the skimpy outfit and but, but yeah, she wakes up and the guy who she was fighting previously is like, "Hey, chill out, dude, it was a test. We were testing you." <laughs> and she punches him in the fucking face. Sorry. All right, scared. there we go. That's number
0: 5. <laughs>
1: Uh, dun, buh, and then uh, she walks dun, dun, away dun,
2: dun. sassily and is in an elevator, Ooh, and I forget, yeah. I forget what she says. But it's like, okay, well, she's dressed and like that, that so guy, we can.
1: And then that guy is gonna jack in later. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <Yeah.
0: laughs>
1: that
0: was that was program. That was What's our rating out of ten? Um, um,
1: I'll give this one, I'll give this one like a six.
0: All right. I think that's your highest rating. Nope, nope. You gave the second Renaissance high. Oh wait, no, no, no. no, no you no. gave uh, no. That is your highest yet. Yes, Sabrina.
2: I say eight because I really like the animation. All right,
0: this one. now to move on to World Record. Ugh, Ugh. <laughs> not a fans. I hear, I hear, no fans of this. one. No, this one was this was probably the, this was probably the worst of the bunch. So World Record, you basically have a guy who is the the, the idea is the fact that though you can definitely like be pulled out of the Matrix via dying or the weird process, the, p- the pills, everything like that. Uh, there are specific people that can be so skilled or have such an ability that they actually more or less break the code of the Matrix right. and are able to see that it is all a simulation.
1: This one was stupid, and the animation was like horrendous.
2: I also don't get it.
1: Yeah, it's like, this makes no sense. It's like,
2: what was the point of this? This one and the last one, I kind of went. What was the point?
1: Yeah, like should like Usain Bolt have like he,
0: like he like runs and breaks through the matrix? I mean, essentially that's what it is. It's, it it is a runner who is just like. He's like, oh, I'm running so fast. And his friends are like, dude, you can't run as fast. You're going to explode. And he's his, like, but I got to go fast.
1: His, the animation on that guy who's talking to him was just like, oh, yeah, the way he was moving his he, hands.
2: He, he, he,
1: he moved like Stan from Monkey Island. just to, like,
2: oh, the, Yeah, the no, it was very, this animation style is very over the top and they over exaggerate like.
0: It's hideous. Like
2: distances and stuff, so they can make things look extra big and grotesque looking. They also
0: do a lot of weird stylistic things, like all the agents look like characters out of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah,
2: what was going like? Like like,
0: like, they look like
1: Organization thirteen members. Yeah, just like it's like Mister Anderson, but he's wearing like this crazy like warlock color trench coat and like.
2: Yeah, so it's like—is that supposed to be the same Mr. Smith from the actual yeah, Matrix just, movie? Just, but he yeah, they just cos- they
1: cosplayed. It's, this this yeah. is me. This is me being whimsical, Mr. Anderson. How do you like my cosplay? Uh, but yes, they have then, you played the new Kingdom
0: Hearts game.
1: <laughs> I especially love Goofy.
0: Um, they then have a slow running championship <sighs> to which they make as many facial expressions oh while slow god, running. Oh my god!
2: Yeah, the. But to be fair, like, I kind of like that detail because it's like, well, if you did do slow motion on a runner, that is kind of how, yeah. like, it looks. Like, that's your body <laughs> like, jostles and wiggles, it's, but it's why would you make the choice to animate, spend so much time animating them running in slow motion? Like what was the a, point? It's
1: like watching a bloodhound run in slow motion. Yeah,
2: I mean, and these are short, short, like, stories. Like, you wasted so much time just animating him running in slow motion it's,
1: yeah it's not compelling it's visually repellent um it, it has
0: his leg like weird explode in blackness yeah and yeah it's, it's, uh, god uh let's see then he uh, manages to beat the world record with an 8.72 time but is then paralyzed after it but sees the matrix and sees that it's all code
1: so his matrix is just like a bunch of floating red numbers that was so like in animation, where you can you can do your own visual effects, and you don't have to like it's not practical or anything. Like, why did they make it look totally different than the movies? Why does it look so stupid? Literally, it's like he sees the Matrix, and it's just like red ones, twos, and fours like fly out of the ground around him,
0: and then at yeah. the at the and very
1: end, like, and his leg explodes.
0: And at the very end, he is now paralyzed, but is now a Kingdom Hearts villain himself (laughs) with an annoying sidekick that won't stop talking. I cannot wait
1: until Matrix
0: World (laughs) appears in the next Kingdom
1: Hearts game, and then, like, uh, Neo uses the Keyblade or whatever the hell goes on in that series.
0: And the agent is all like, he'll never stand again, and then he stands (laughs) and drops his nuts, and... Yeah, what
1: was... (laughs) I I did not understand that visual metaphor. And my chair is sinking, hold on.
0: Try, it's the matrix trying to prevent you but uh but yeah it's it's very weird all right what's what's our what's our statement on world record
3: Ugh.
2: that's a one
0: yeah like a one. Oh wow we're gonna just sandbag that one all right
1: it was bad like if you show me this like if this was the first one i'd be like no thank you
0: <laughs> get out i'm going back to i'm gonna return this to blockbuster all right, let's go to Beyond then. Oh. We're going to Japan Land. And this one I probably say is the most visual like it's I I think mo- a lot of the other ones are the most ha- make some strides in being like visually gritty. um like gritty or they go places or they yes. or they have a specific style. This is the one that is like this is a really Awesome looking anime. This
1: is yeah. it's somewhere. It's like somewhere between a gorilla's music video and like a Miyazaki
2: almost. Yeah, yeah. It's very. It's a very soft looking animation. Um, I mean, it's except deep, when you get to where you see the the villains, but other than that, all the other characters look very soft. The colors are really soft and pastel, and the animation's actually really good on this one too. Yeah.
1: This this like both. Visually and story wise, was I think the best one.
0: So, uh, basically, it's... this one was done by uh, Koji Mirimoto, uh, produced by Studio 4C and uh, Studio he... Four Degrees Celsius. Yes, and uh, he was his film degree. He was an animator for Akira. Uh, oh. yeah so an animator he was part of the animation team
2: but akira well akira stylistically is very different yeah
0: but the uh things that worked on before was fly peek the whale nine love stories open the door memories uh noise man sound insect and eternal family i put you on quiet mode sir Okay. But I don't think
2: I've seen anything except Akira, but Akira, he was just an animator, so that has nothing to do with his style. I, okay. I,
1: I just I like this one. Yeah, I mean visually it's way way more detailed and interesting. And I think like I, I I liked it in that it was like this kind of almost like thoughtful. Yeah. It's like it's it's so barely a matrix movie or like something involved in the matrix. It's like, oh here's like an, here's like an interesting anecdote of something that might happen in this
0: universe.
2: Yeah, and, and and instead of being someone who breaks the Matrix, it's just like, no, this is the Matrix just being broken all on its own. There's a flaw in the code here.
1: Right, I mean, but it's it's, it's like being, the, the way it's, it's being interacted with, but it's just like these random people that just find it and are amused by it. It's, yeah. It's yeah, interesting.
2: Like, they don't actually think that, oh, is this life real? No, they're just having fun playing with the fact that there's a glitch there, like, and they just think it's this haunted house. Yeah, they call it a
1: haunted house. Yeah. yeah. Josh, was that was that a Morpheus on your phone? Yeah,
0: it just kept blowing up my phone. I couldn't deal with them right now. It's too demanding. <laughs> um, so, basically, the notes that I have on this one is we have a not-so-manic pixie dream girl.
1: Yeah, but... None
0: of this looks like it, like crazy hair and like a star on her cheek. Yeah, like a weird, like pink on the outside, blue on the inside.
1: I yeah. thought it
2: was cute. Yeah.
1: It's a good effect. I, I I saw that I saw her character and I was like, oh no. And then it turns out to be a very reasonable character. I was like, oh, yeah. okay.
0: Yeah. Uh let's see. Then you had the creepy neighbor kids, all the glitches, that big fat truck. The with the weird like, <laughs> like 3D bug truck that like they drive around in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um they they had the entire thing where birds all of a sudden started flying in midair, which just made me realize that you could use the birds aren't real meme.
1: Yep, <laughs> I I liked the I I liked how they per, like the the way they portrayed the glitches that made it it felt like you know like a G your 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 G mod is like glitching out. Mm-hmm. There's just a can like hovering a few inches off the ground, or like she walks out in the back and there's like two textures that
0: have abutted where they don't fit. Imagine if this actually was just like Gary's mod. Yes. Just like all of a sudden, you just see a person, like their arms are just flailing yeah, in this ridiculous way. Yeah, there's a ragdoll
1: going like, <laughs> like <laughs> flying off. Well, it's 2003. Like, I was, I'm pretty sure, I, like, I was at a LAN party playing, uh, like, Counter Strike. Uh, when this when this came out, and
0: just listening to some old just house just
1: on my CD player. <laughs> oh, there you go.
0: Uh, all right, yeah. Beyond. What would we say on this one? I'll give this one a. I'll give this one a seven. Maybe like a seven point five. So uh, what, we're gonna do decimals now.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, consuming the, considering this was like I'll say relative to the animators as a whole, I'll give make it an eight. Okay, Sabrina. I like this one. This was like oh, this is cool.
2: Yeah, I really like this one. Um, I'd say I'd give this one like a seven.
1: Okay,
0: I like the kitty. The highest one. I know the kitty was really cute. The highest listed one yet. Uh, now, how about we get a little more hard boiled? What? Uh, uh, WTF,
1: mate? <laughs> uh, how one. about a detective story? How about story. how about this? Like, suddenly it's like, wait, is he like in the is he in like the movie Brazil? All of a sudden. We it's like a, it's
2: a different universe yes. of the Matrix, is it, what it is. It's Like
1: Trinity has wandered into this weird, like, like sort of steampunky, like, it's 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 Brazil. It's like Trinity ends up in the Brazil universe. Yeah,
2: it's basically a steampunk version of the Matrix. Yeah, it makes, like, and I hated this it. Makes one. no, you really
1: did. Wow. It makes no it. sense. Uh, there's like this. What what is anything in this
0: clip? Uh, Basically, you have a hard-boiled detective of, like, the 1920s for some reason. Yeah, he's he's
1: noir as all hell. He's,
0: like...
2: Like, I I can appreciate the animation, but...
0: They do say it is a direct uh, prequel to the first film. So this actually happens before everything, but But it doesn't make much sense.
2: But it's in a different universe. How is that a prequel? It
1: like definitively does not exist in the same universe as the movie.
2: Yeah, I can't.
1: It's like, yeah, Trinity ended up in this weird, like.
2: Unless the Matrix. Matrix, uh, Yeah, unless the Matrix has multiple universes built inside of it.
0: Maybe there's a universe inside of the Matrix. that's all 1920 hard-boiledness.
2: But it's not 1920s. It's just, it's the same time he's, period, he's got a but com- it's steampunk.
1: It's computers, and he's got, like, Google Maps, but like, you know, the magic map program, but then he's typing on, like, like a typewriter keyboard.
2: And his screen is circular and it's, has, like, yeah, a weird electricity it's, it's thing total- going on with it's it. It's
1: Brazil. It looks like Brazil if it was animated and Trinity was in it. So uh, this is, like, someone's terrible fan fiction, and it was dumb.
0: Okay, ratings.
1: Uh uh three
0: three sabrina one whoa big dump this was not as bad as the um the the runner one all right so now we get to the last one the weirdest one yeah, uh, uh, I I couldn't p- figure out why this was so fucked up, and then I
1: realized it was the guy who did Aeon Flux. Yes, I was like that's why this looks so familiar. So yeah.
0: matriculated, matriculated, matriculate. Boy, all right, you chose a is word. Is this
2: mat- Is this matriculated? Matriculated. Uh, let's
0: go talk hey! about it. Yeah. Okay, as stated, uh, Peter Chung, who worked, who did Aeon Flux. Um, basically this could be summed into, Hey, let's see if we can reprogram robots to be our friends, but we can't like actually just brute force and, and make them be our friends. We have to teach them humanity. So let's send them inside. So
1: let's make, so let's like make our own matrix. That looks like the CGI sequences from lawnmower, man. (laughs) I was just thinking that oh, it's 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 like this is like Aeon Flux meets like Lawnmower man. It's yeah. I, I liked it in that like this is I was not expecting this at all. So I'm kinda on board with this, but like I like everything about the design of
0: this except the
1: characters. Hmm. So uh, which, which looked like horrible, like melty paint monsters. Like,
0: so y- you have like the runner robots and I guess robots like certain robots can be better and smarter than other robots. And they have like they they, they, they fall for gags. They do
1: like ta- they, they do like jokes. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, I, I like the I like the H.R. Geiger like hellscape of the beach that they're on. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Uh, there's a, uh, trippy 3D love palace. Uh, yeah, like, as I said, like, that was
0: so weird and unexpected, I kinda liked it. Uh, what about the Looney Tunes nightmare scene? Where, basically, he pokes his head through a hole, and then all of a sudden it's the Looney Tunes background, and Uh, his skin comes off, and goes down a funnel. I don't understand what that's It makes no sense, no, it makes any sense, but I am on board. Uh, they have, they play Cyber Handball for a
1: little bit. Yep. They, uh, uh, they, they run around, like, they run around in their weird, like, naked lawnmower man
0: bodies going like, tee-hee. Uh, they're part of that. The, his skin fell into a cube, and he picks up the cube, and he puts it in a slot in the ground, and then it turns into evil black tentacles. Yeah, yeah. It just very, very standard stuff, you know. Uh, it makes perfect sense, guys. Yeah, then all of a sudden there's a slug dreamland, and then they have some naked hand-holding. Yep. Uh, then the sentinels attack.
1: Yeah, like, turns out that, like, maybe, like, uh, we're going to, we have our secret base, like, in an open room
0: on the beach. Turns out the machines might find us. Especially at the beginning when they just pooped a radar dish out. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, basically, they all get attacked. And, it, and So, kind of through the entire thing, they're trying to teach this robot humanity by being just, like, really weird and sometimes let's, mean but mostly flirty with it. Yeah, mostly flirty. Let, let's, like, let's let's keep it real weird and the robots will join us. Let's just, let's see if we can give this robot a bone and see if it will, it'll join our side. Yeah. So there's a big fight. Everyone dies except for the main Aeon <laughs> Flux girl and the one robot that we've been talking about that they ripped its skin off in the, in their simulation thing.
1: Also, why did they, why did they save like a Tarsier from the Matrix? And they gave the, the, the little Tarzier is like their comic relief and he has like, a jack does that mean that like all primates are also fed to the machines is there a mo- is,
0: is there an ape matrix i mean that's the que- that was the one thing that i that after um, all these i started wondering is like did they put dogs and cats in like these or yes, are they just simulations Yeah,
1: you, know, you know beyond you know why don't you just why don't you just cut our brain stems refuse the machines so you don't even need the matrix because they're just vegetables or just you know fill it full of horses <laughs> horse matrix uh which by the way i'm in yeah i, I, I would watch
0: that show um and then basically the rope, since everyone's dead and the lady is going to die or something basically he puts her back in so he can hang out with her but she's like no yeah, she screams
2: cool. and then disappears and she, <laughs> like what the
0: fuck she she hisses at him like beef in a uh, pen of the her just like
1: in her weird like <laughs> a- melty and flux face
2: and then she disappears like she did die and then they, then they're like, then we pan outside of the matrix and we just pan away from their still bodies. I'm just like, what was the point? What was this trying to say? We have to teach
1: this robot about humanity by. But uh, what
2: was the point? Like, I feel like nothing actually happened. It was a lot of stuff that led to nothing. This was like the most pointless story ever. So,
1: All right. So, so, so Sabrina, you've seen a movie. Have you seen a movie called The Matrix? I don't know if the little little movie might have seen it, but there's a scene that... But this
2: story itself is so pointless. There's a
1: scene where someone is bending spoons with their mind, and then Neo says there is no spoon. So it's
0: like that, but there is no point. All right, rating?
2: Zero. Wow.
0: You're going to, like, reverse dunk on it. That
2: that one just... I didn't understand the point of it.
0: They're trying to get robots to care. I'm going to give this one... But then they
2: all die! So so, what was the sometimes,
0: point? sometimes you attempt to do something good or try and do something different, and it doesn't go your well way. Well, then
2: why the hell weren't they someplace better where they could have better protected themselves just in case? What did I,
0: what did I give the first one? Uh, the very first one. Yes, uh, you gave the very first one a five. Okay, I'll give this one a six. Okay. All right, so doing some math based off of this. Pull the uh,
1: big lever on our computational
0: machine. Uh, the first flight of the Osiris, we gave a total of 10. Mm. Uh, Second Renaissance, we gave Wait, t-
2: what's your scores, though? Uh,
0: I haven't put mine down. Why I Let's not? see. Uh, okay, so I'll do it. First flight of the Osiris, after talking about this, I think I'm going to list that one a... I'll go one better. I'll go six. I did like the visuals... Uh I did it's silly, but uh I oh, did Oh it's so silly. I did. Um I will say the second renaissance, I do enjoy the visual style. It I agree. The story is dumb. It does give away too much, but I do enjoy it, so I'm going to do a seven, so that one will be a seventeen.
1: It is a it is a cliche like pulling
0: a boot out of a lake with a fishing pole. Um, I will say Kid's Story. I'm going to give that one a 5. So that gives that a total of 10. Um, it's weird. It just kind of takes up some time. I appreciate the fact it's hand-drawn, but, you know, otherwise, eh. Uh, program, I think I'm going to go for 6 as well. So that makes Program a 20. Um, program, I think, is fine. Um, it's probably the most I can't say it's the most visually interesting. It's the most anime anime of it. Yeah. Um, I don't mind it. World record, I'll give that one a three for a hot total of five on that one. So that's average. That's averaging like a, uh, like a like less than a two. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird. I mean, it's trying to do things, but like just the way that like the mu- muscles wiggle and it's, The art style. I still can't get over the guy's friend. Why are you running like that? You can't be running like this. And he's just like. Uh, Beyond is a 22. I'll give that one a seven. Uh, Basically, it's the best looking, most like fun that you have in this entire compilation. Uh, Detective Story. I'll give that one a two for a hot like average of two. Um, Basically, that gives it a total of six. Uh, It's just it's really out of place. Yeah, it makes no sense. Um, and I'll give, I'll give that one that I can't say my, ma- my, ma- I'll give that a four. Yeah. So basically it's a 10 total. It's so average of like, like a little over a three. Yeah. It tries. It's dumb. Yeah. But good. it tries. It attempted. I like all of the, I like
1: all of the visual styles that accept the characters.
0: So I will say with this with this. Very uh, scientific rating that we've done on this. I will say that the ones that you need to see, uh, if you are going to see any part of the Animatrix, go ahead and see these three, and it's going to be Beyond, it's going to be Program, and it's going to be the Second Renaissance.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) You... Yeah. Listen, this is very scientific. You it it, is. you get the choice between this or the la- last flight of the Osiris. If you really oh, want this. your, I
1: think you should. Ju- I think if anyone's gonna watch, just watch Beyond. Just watch that one. That one's fine. Yeah,
0: Beyond is good. Program is is pretty good too. So so yeah, this is the Animatrix. Yeah, it's a compilation of things. Um, it attempts to explain the Matrix while explaining near nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I going back and watching it. It was. Interesting, especially considering the fact we're going to be doing The Matrix next.
1: Yeah, I I, I had never seen this before. I knew I had, like, my... I, I had, like, a, a a pretty standard, like, total nerd friend who was like, oh, you gotta see The Animatrix. It's like, it's awesome.
0: And I was like, uh, that sound, that's like an anime thing, and whatever. And now I've seen it. And you have, and you've been successful. Sabrina, how do you feel about, uh now <laughs> that you've watched it again? Do you feel better about yourself? I mean... Do you want to live in a, like...
1: Uh, lawnmower Man, the Flux Universe now.
2: Not really. I have no interest in living in this world whatsoever. I'm...
0: It does seem kind of like hell to be in the Matrix world.
2: Well, yeah, but I yeah. guess you don't really have a choice if this was real life. We're
0: in it right now,
2: you don't really have a choice. But like, if given a choice of worlds to live in, the Matrix, I could like give two shits about. Oh,
0: there's another one, number six um all right and feel free pretty use any of these clips that i've been singing to bleep her out <laughs> um and uh that takes care for us this week on that um
1: yeah i i, I kind of I, I just wanted to say i think it's i think it's inter- an interesting idea of like hey we have all this backstory for this movie that we're that was super popular and we want to like make into a, a, a series so but we can't like yeah, it's too early to talk about prequels. So let's like let's support the creation of something that's very different, and we'll kind of like simultaneously get like a like this is like really this is very much like the Star Wars holiday special, but like not it, like in it, It's like okay, we want to we want to get some stuff out there about the background for this big franchise with this big universe that we have, but we can't do like a movie about it. So here's like a little thing for you to watch.
0: Like imagine if they had done that with Star Wars back then where it was essentially like they released Star Wars. It was a huge thing. And then they went to Hanna-Barbera and was just like, make us a whole bunch of Star Wars cartoons. That's
1: what they did. Yeah, they did it, do that. It was
0: the the holiday special. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like they actually like just went to like, oh, like a full-on show. a full on something. Like a full-on show or they just did the similar things of like little like vignettes of this. of just like... Here's the people that did Fred Flintstone get, except get, now they're doing Star Wars. Hit be Arthur on the phone. We need
1: you need her in here. Yeah. It's it's I mean, I, I think that's interesting. Sorry, good.
2: I feel like it's worth watching if you you like animation cuz I think there's some interesting animation. I think visually a lot of the stuff is nice to look at. I just some of the stories are yeah. like most of the Matrix stories are up their own buttholes.
1: I I, I I I I appreciate this, and I think that's something that Wachowskis actually do is like they like they're willing to go big on something that's very new and different. And like uh, other other places have talked about that mo- the movie uh, Jupiter Ascending, which despite it was it was crappy, but not really not really their fault, and that it apparently was going to be a trilogy of movies that the studio was like, no, you have one movie they had to like cram it down I th- or it was supposed to be like six movies or something that they like crammed down to one. So that was, it was a hot mess, but they, but like they're willing to go big on something and they're willing to, they're willing to really branch out. And I think that's something that, especially nowadays I appreciate, like I appreciate some big filmmakers who just made like one of the most successful move and like, you know, in uh, important movies of the, of like, the, you know, the past decades are willing to like, you know, throw it a bu- throw in a bunch of their time and money behind like, a weird alt-animation project.
0: Um, Let's see, and to give you a little bit of its reception, uh, this actually sold 2.7 million copies. <laughs> not, and not bad
1: for direct-to-DVD.
0: Gross 68 million. Nice. So I'd say that's pretty much a success depending on, you know, how much they put in. There was definitely a lot of time and effort, but I think people, uh, basically right now, Rotten Tomatoes has it as an 89%. Wow,
1: okay. So that's like, I think that's, I think that's fair. I get why people would uh, think more highly highly of it than I would, and then I said I appreciate it's it's a it's a it's a novel creation that I don't right. think you're, not something you're going to see anymore. I think
2: it, I just feel like the I mean probably we could talk about this when we actually talk about the Matrix, but I just feel like the Matrix is a product of our time, and I feel Ooh. like the early the late nineties early two thousands this was. Totally our aesthetic. You know, that whole grungy I industrial look. Let's let's let's
1: put a big old pin in this because okay, I, okay. I have like I, this I'm I'm super excited to talk to you about this. I have some words to say. Right. I be, like we're gonna have to get into some politics, Josh. Really sorry. Politics. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna like we need we
0: we need to talk about the matrix. What? Well, what if we did that on episode one hundred? <gasps> what a capital idea, old chap. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. We, next episode, we're going to get down into it. We're going to start dodging bullets in the studio. We gonna get, we're going to don our
1: crinkliest leather trench coat.
0: <laughs> we are going to uh, we are going to t- wax philosophical about like some. We,
1: we is- are going to delicately tiptoe
0: around the word red pill. <laughs> um, we are going to talk about Mid- Middle Eastern philosophy or like Eastern South, philosophy yeah. in like the worst ways possible.
1: We're gonna talk about okay. Let let me just present. we are gonna talk, Josh. We are gonna talk about the nineties.
0: Okay, the, and the entire nineties. All right. Yeah.
1: No, like I I like, starts I, with
0: Bush Senior.
1: I think the I like I'll, I'll I'll qualify this in our episode, but I think the Matrix is the like apotheosis of the nineties. Mm. Both literally in that it came out like in ninety nine, but also in that what it means to what the nineties means.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, well, tell you what, uh, that'll take care of us for this episode of the Saturday Friends Club. You can find us at satfriendsclub.com, over on Twitter at satfriendsclub Uh, on Twitter. And you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash satfriendsclub if you want early episodes, if you want to be part of our Discord group to chat alongside... Give us suggestions. Our nice Patreon, uh, Patreon friends have been giving us some suggestions for episodes.
1: Suggestions, and we are nothing if not the vessels for your ideas and especially your money. So, uh, we don't are, say it
0: like that. It sounds really mean.
1: <laughs> we are on. We are on Discord. We are surprisingly responsive. Uh, come and drop us a line. Uh, choose who you want to have voted off the podcast.
0: We we are going to be me. No, it's definitely Martin. Um, it's, uh, Ooh. He can't defend himself. I know. I can do it. He didn't show up at the tribal council. I know. (laughs) Um, But basically, uh, yeah, if you want to, you know, help us out just a little bit to keep down the costs for running this uh, and keep it so that we can... Uh, you know, take care of the hosting costs and everything yeah. that we do on our end. We appreciate that. And every one of our lovely Patreon friends. And,
1: and I'm just saying, legit. If you have, if you want to talk, if you want to like bring up, like, expand upon something that we brought up or you disagreed with us or we said something you thought we shouldn't have, like by by, by all means, contact us.
0: Yeah, scream, scream at us on the Discord. Tell yeah. us where we're wrong. Come at us. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that takes care of us for this week. Next week, we're going to jack ourselves in yeah it's episode 100 we're finally in the triple digits and now we're going to take on the agents in the Matrix. we're
1: gonna take on Hugo weaving yes
0: uh agent Elrond we're, yes we're going to we're <laughs> going to storm the elfin uh, city um and all those other movies that he's in that I just go like oh that's Hugo weaving weird he was that matrix Hugo, guy. I'm like I, I, Hugo how much money
1: do I have weaving
0: <laughs> All right, we will catch you next week for more Saturday Friends computer robot land fun. Till then, sleep well, everyone.